<laughs> yeah, well, I have nothing. Ha- I have nothing half as interesting as. Well, I'm sure you guys heard that. Well, there you go. He's off to Heath Coachart status. <laughs> I'm not really that interesting, guys. I don't really know why I'm here, but I guess if you want to talk to me, yeah, I'm here. only a maestro on a skateboard, and uh, you know, an Olympian at school, but. Uh. Here we go. And I'm not Tony Hall. Hey, everybody. It's Jason Ellis and Tony Hawk. Hawk vs. Wolf, greatest podcast of all time in the history of the universe. What, what he said about our podcast, uh, and we have decks that are... Of the podcast. Signed by the greatest skateboarder of all time in the history of the universe and me. Two decks. Go side by side. Signed by each of us. Right there. Black with silver. I love this board so much. Tim Baring art on both of these. Shout out to Tim. And get yourself one of these bad boys. Black and silver. Diptych. Available now. Get one today. Uh, You can get it at TonyHawk.com and in the shop. Right there. There's a little menu. Upper right. Shop. See both of these. Click add to cart, and we hope you give it to someone that has liked and described already. Yeah. Make sure you do that if you haven't. Thank you. What is happening, Jagger? Jagger Eaton is here. Yeah. You should shut the door. It's better for the show. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, man. Wow. Command. I'm a very professional Was that broadcaster. You? Was that intimidating? Oh, you got the finger. <laughs> I, I guess not. I man, it was more for Jared, because... I like to talk to Jared in a disrespect. Jared, Jared has nothing to do with our show, by know, the way. Like He's it. just doing that on the kindness of his I yell heart. at Jared just when I walk in the office. What are you doing? Is this good? <laughs> Probably not, is it? Seems like you guys run a great podcast here. <laughs> well, you're, you're in the, you're in We're the, learning. You're in the skateboard. Actually, we have not been in this studio. Right. Another reason why I'm nervous. In a nervous. couple months. Mm. So. Usually now we have a new uh, podcast company, Paragon, and it's like all these people that run like all the most successful podcasts in the world, and they're like on it. You know, what I mean, this would be a good idea, and this is this is on the camera and the board, and then I'm like, I'm watching them all, and I'm like, wow, these guys are very serious. So when I come down here, and there isn't one of them here, <laughs> I I immediately flash back to. I didn't turn the camera on. I didn't turn the board on. I didn't have... And, and I'm like... And, and when it all happened, it was me. It was... You, Jason, you were on satellite radio for 20 yeah, but years. Yeah, but hold on. We did not have help. No. We didn't have help. Like, we, did, we didn't have a studio to go to in addition to this one. It was this. It was yeah. us. That's it. So, mm. Jared okay. saved the day. Brianna saved the day. She does all the time. And so, do you guys normally shoot in San Diego or you guys kind of... Nah, we're in L.A. Way? LA. Well, okay. I would prefer to be shooting here. Thank you for being here. <laughs> yeah. We're in LA. I'm, there's no way I'm claiming that. We're yeah, in LA. Not after Tony my got up real early. drive yesterday. <laughs> Today I got up real early to come down here. Eh? <laughs> that one time? <laughs> okay. I guess. Fair enough. You know when you, you hit you, you, you hit home in the nav and then it, it just comes up with an estimate? You're like, dude. Yeah, mine did that this morning. Yeah. And I didn't go, dude. I was like, hey, man, like we're doing shows. I'm tired. I'm sore. I like hurt my arm the other day because I, I punched somebody. Andy McDonald. No, are you, are you still fighting? Four hours. Nah. No? No. Nah. What, what were you punching? I train. You train. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. And I do some light sparring. Gotcha. But not... I don't take fives. Yeah. Yeah, I, tra- I trained MMA for six years. What? 
Yeah, when I was a kid. Nuh-uh. Wait. Mm-hmm. In, in, Wait. Uh, at the same time as skating? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, was, uh, I was about 12 years old, and um, I actually was getting bullied. Yeah. I was getting bullied, and my dad saw me get slapped up, and he saw that and was like, okay, we're going to get you into, into fighting. My son's doing that. Yeah. Did- yeah, and it was, uh, I loved it. I loved every moment of it. What age when you started? About 12 years old. And for six years? Yeah. MMA, not just one uh, aspect. You did MMA from the get-go. Yes, MMA. Yeah, so... Uh, what was your... Did, um, did it deter bullying from that point on? Or did you just... Like, I'm so curious as to how the sort of full circle comes on that. Because it gives you confidence. No, I know it gives yeah. you confidence, but if someone's hassling you... What happens? Well, I mean, I think that what you learn when you start fighting is you learn not to fight. Yeah. Like, that's what you learn first. Like, mm. I, I gained a profound respect for martial yeah. arts. Like, I just, yeah, when I got into it, it was me and my brother doing it collectively. Mm-hmm. And we would do hour and a half sessions every Saturday morning at 9 o'clock. And we would we would basically uh, do sparring with the coach back and forth. And then the last 30 minutes was us sparring each other, me and Jet. And so we would spar each other. And what I learned from that is after, like, two years – when I got into another scuffle again with, with whether it was anybody, you know, just being around, being a kid, I wasn't scared. And yeah. I, I, and it's honestly like I learned how to, if someone were to throw something at me or run up me and try to try to grapple me or take me to down or take me to the ground, it was always like one or two moves just to move them away right. and I just see. continue and with your yeah, day. You know? it's, yeah. it's less traumatizing. Like I don't care how old you are or how tough you are. When you're in a fight and people are throwing stuff at you and you don't fight – it's a traumatizing event, but when you've been in the gym for years, you're like, ah, you know, like someone's trying to punch me in the head. It, you know, I mean, like I, I've been punched in the head so much that you're, I, you're just angry, and I'm yes. not, I'm not in this emotionally. I'm trying to get out of it because I, because I understand when I get hit, it's not cool, and when I do that to other people, that's not cool. So I'm not trying. I'm not looking. Some people might get a little triggered, but most people, when they do it for as long as you did have respects for, for their fellow humans and don't wish to smash their bones on people. But it's always the yes. fantastical version is what we see in movies and whatnot where it's right. like you secretly trained and the next time something happens, you like get into a yeah. black belt position. Yeah. No, that's and not the case. kick someone's ass. But I, but, but I like that attitude better. It's like, oh, now I know how to just deflect. Yeah. And be well, over it's, it. it's such an ego death. Yeah. Like getting punched in the face when you're a kid at 13 years old is an yeah. ego death, especially because when you're fighting in gyms, you're not fight. Like I, I was sparring my brother to learn, but most of the time I was sparring other fighters who were way better than I was, that's, who were picking me apart. That's like round after round, I'd walk out of there and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I realized yeah. that I know absolutely nothing. Right. Like, and, and you just keep going and you enjoy it because I was never a good grappler. I was never, I was, I never had a lot of upper body strength, mm-hmm. but I was always really tough and I was dedicated and I enjoyed it. Right. Cause like in skateboarding, you learn how to just endure. That's what I was going to say. Fall. I, I had a full scuffle on the playground in elementary school and this dude pinned me down. He's way bigger than me. And this dude pinned me down and he just started punching and I was laughing at him. And he got so mad that he yeah. quit. Yeah. And it was more like, I, I wouldn't recommend know that this pain. Move all What's the that? time. I w- wouldn't recommend that to everybody else in s- for their self-defense, but that did no, work. No, but I, did, I didn't yeah. have any other, yeah. you know what I mean? I had no resources. I had no training. I just had skating. Right, because you're so used to And I so knew the pain of skating, and I was like, yeah. come on, dude. And I was laughing, and then he just, he was like, like yeah. that's all I got. And then he got up and left. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I definitely would recommend every kid to start fighting. Yeah. And I would recommend kids to start fighting to not fight. 
Yeah. Like that's yeah. the whole thing, right? Is that go learn how to fight, go, go, go get really comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And after even a year or two years, you'll be like, you know what? Like, like I'm all about peace. The like, biggest I, one I just, to me is when people that. do want to fight, the anxiety that I used to have versus now where I'm like, come on, man. Like you really don't want to versus I'll puff up and be like, oh yeah, because I'm trying to scare you because I really don't want to fight either. Yeah. But now if someone's like, you want to go? I'm like, no. <laughs> you know, like really? Do we have to? Yeah. It seems kind of ridiculous. Like, because you cut me off and I gave you the finger? Like, it's pretty overrated. <laughs> and, and, and then if there was something that goes, like you're, my eyes are open. Like I don't, I don't go, oh, you know, I'm like, well, go on. You know, because I know, I know, I got you. Yeah. If I didn't see you on TV, <laughs> yeah, I got go. your ass for yeah. sure. <laughs> and then the other thing you said, when people are better, that was the biggest one to me. Every time I got better, I'd come back to the gym. I'd be like, "Oh man, like I know some stuff now." And then I'd fight a guy who's good, and I'd see how calm his face is while he's beating my ass. And I'm like, <laughs> mm-hmm. "You're not even trying." Like I, I reach and like whack and kick my leg, and I'm like, "What? Where? How did you yeah. uh, come with like oh. like a four punch combination?" He's like, "Went, went, went." Like that. that yeah. Good job, man. Good. Or I've hit a guy <laughs> flush. Hit You're doing guy. great, honey. No? Yeah. But what did you take any of that to cross over to your skating? I mean, really, for me, I, I just enjoyed fighting. That that was just something that I enjoyed. Skating is something where, like, you learn concrete's undefeated when you're young. Like, you, <laughs> you learn that at a young age. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, I'm just going to endure this. But. I mean, I think the crossover, the crossover from MMA to skating is I learned how to control my emotions under pressure. Wow. Right? Like, I think that that was the biggest thing. When I, like, and, and the way Dude. my upbringing went was all competition. You know, I've right. that, I Right. That's, that's what I want to ask you because I have seen you and you, you, get that, you get that flow state, eye of the tiger, whatever you want to call it. And you're in it and it's just like, oh, he's going to make everything. It's, everything's easy for yeah. him. And, but through the years of competition – I know you have to develop that, but did you have it early on, that calmness? No, I never had it early on. And I, I really don't believe that some competitors get that naturally. Like, I think that has to be created. Mm-hmm. And the way that I created it was was just hard work. Like, the way that my, I was regimented as a kid was I, was I was really regimented like a gymnast. The way that I did skateboarding was three in a row or five. And if I didn't have the trick, I would do seven. I would do seven tries and then try to make one. And then if I didn't make it, I'll go back to doing seven or up into 14. And it was always about the numbers. And, and numbers wow. to me created the confidence. And um, consistency. Yeah, and the consistency. And, and also as a kid, like, I had so many great people I was skating with, right? At the time, like, I was, had Jedi, my buddy Cam. I had uh, Cam Kriegel and Cam Sedlick. Uh, I had all of my buddies there, Aaron Gore. And we were just loving skating like we were just so obsessed with it right but if you're if you're approaching it like that um in terms of like the number isn't does that pull the fun out of it for you of course it does (laughs) of course it does yeah it it definitely pulls the fun out of it a little bit um because it's the pressure you put on yourself yes yeah it's really what what is your most fun type of session my my most fun type of scenario or type of session is me and my friends um in the park just skating and honestly at this point even if i'm skating with my friends but still doing the numbers i have no problem with it right i think that i've realized that like the curse is a blessing the blessing is a curse like i love that i still have that like i have Mm. that work ethic to to create consistency and when i'm under pressure it feels like another day in the park yeah right because truthfully the competition to me is fun right because it's over after that 
but I'll walk into the park sometimes with tricks and lists and numbers that I have to do that will either take me 45 minutes or three and a half hours. That's, uh, that's what I see Reese going through every yeah. day. And, and, she and, has and, to do things like five and 10 at a time. Yeah. Like and that. and yeah. it's kind of, it's kind of just like, well, I better try to have fun. <laughs> like, right. you know what I mean? Because yeah. the truth is I love skating and it is what my perception is of it. Okay. So I, you said something that I, that resonates with me about competition, especially when it's over. I remember looking at my watch going, all right, in 45 minutes, this whole thing's done. Good or bad? Good. Like, right. yes, I'm finally at that point where I can look at my watch or look at the time and be like, by the end of this hour. Do you think you're telling yourself that because you're like, I need my adrenaline, I need my focus? I, like, you see the, the actual time and you're like, I'm uh, going to give. No, I just see a relief in sight. Oh. It's like he said, like, what, that you're looking forward to it being over. I'm looking. I'm looking for. I mean, what, yeah. I know. Like, yes, I get that you're performing, and then when when things click, it's like, oh, it's great. This thing's on. Yeah, yeah. And I'm yeah. not even trying. Yeah. I'm trying, but it's it's all just machine. Yeah. But but also, I'm looking forward to that moment when all the pressure was gone. Yeah. Was there a time for you, Tony? Because I remember people would say that you were the guy that, or you even said it, I think, after a contest, you would be the guy that would start trying stuff after the contest. Yeah, because all the pressure's off to be making everything. So you didn't want to, like, after the contest, you didn't want to stop skating? No, I mean, I'm sure I was tired that day, but the next the next morning, okay, I was right back at it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Absolutely. Like, that was usually, I looked forward to that. The session afterwards? Yeah, the session after, because all the pressure's off, and I can go learn tricks. You know what? I'm allowed to bail. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. You know I, I mean, mean, I think, yeah, and uh, I think that for me, uh, it, it's tough because I don't skate a lot with my friends, which is unfortunate. And skate it's, by yourself. I, don't, I skate a lot by myself. Yeah, because the, the hours that I skate at and the stuff that I'm doing, it's, it's uh, most of the time I'll show, up, I'll show up with the USA skate coach, John Nicholson, and, and we'll, go to, we'll go to the park and we'll grind through what we need to and then I'll be done for the day and then I'll come back tomorrow. And, it's, and at these times that I skate at, they're not really likable times. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I skate. Oh, oh no, that's our hours. Yeah. Like I, I skate. I Hit skate us it. up because we're, we're, we're on the adult film hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> By 1 p.m. I am done skating. Yep, yeah. 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 I, I skate from like 1030 yeah. to 1230 every I mean, wait, time. It, it, like it's it's 10 a.m. right now. Andy McDonald's on the ramp. Right. Yeah. 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 You, you just made me realize that's my that vibe because now I skate as an older guy. And when I skated as a younger guy. Yeah, it was like getting dark, and I'm like, I'm trying to get a few more rides in, yeah. and now five o'clock. Like, oh no, we're we're, we're of the generation, we're of the generation where the guys pulling the chain across the ramp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'd be like, like trying like, to ollie. Oh, try one more shot, one more shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, or dude, somebody I'm going would drop home. in and try to ollie the chain. So, oh, they were yeah. like, I'm just gonna try <laughs> yes, and do the ball. And I'm like, yes. what is the point? But, <laughs> did you ever have those sessions? Do you know I, what we're talking about? I did try to ollie a chain one time, but I I never had the session where somebody was like, okay, dude, like I'm putting the chain on the ramp. I, I never, I never had that, but I, I did have like, okay, the lights are going out, like, let's figure. Oh it out. yeah, well, or, or they just turn them out. They just or turn they just, them off. Yeah, or they just turn them off. Yeah, had that too. Mm -hmm. Mid air. Yep. Lights out. Yep. Yeah, yeah because they were sketch. like, I'm turning the lights off, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. and I'm dropping in, but I'm gonna go until the <laughs> yes. light is off. Know that? Like, I'll, I'll call you bluff, really. Yeah. Make it off. Hey everybody, it's Jason Ellis from Hulk vs. Wolf. Good ah sunglasses. Like, I don't like, I like sunglasses. I wear a lot of sunglasses. I'm a busy guy, and sometimes I lose sunglasses. And I know most people do this. 
because I've heard several of my friends through the years say, oh man, I lost my sunglasses. Or, oh man, I broke my sunglasses. What if I told you these sunglasses looked cool and they got like the proper lenses and stuff, like they're not jank and they're 25 bucks. Like, I feel like I would just buy four pairs and then if you broke a pair, I'd be like, no worries, mate. And then I would just pull out another one and then Bob would be my uncle. They've got really cool names. A ginger soul, pretty good. $9 pour over, pretty good. But honestly, donkey's goggles. I'm buying four pairs of donkey goggles. And then if you sit on them, I'd be like, oh, mate, you sat on me donkey goggles. And people would be like, what the hell is going on? And be like, don't worry about it. I got more donkey goggles where that came from because they're 25 bucks. You could get, wait, let me do the math. You could get 20 pairs of donkey goggles for the price of one pair of douche glasses. Who's winning? First of all, you're a douche and you've just lost $450. Yeah, I don't do math good. I know. But donkey goggles, good R, Bob's your uncle. They're always releasing new colors and collabs or collabs so you can lay low or get wild. I'm assuming wild would be donkey goggles. Stylish sunnies starting at $25 a pair, one year warranty. For 25 bucks, I would just buy another pair, but they got a one year warranty on them so you can get them back if somebody sits on them. 30 day free returns for $25 sunglasses. These guys know they've got good sunglasses. Uh, 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Lightweight and comfortable, 100% polarized. Stylish, lots of good colors. If If you're active or running, they don't slip or bounce. Easy to clean. And how do you do this, Chase? How do you, How is this? How can I be a part of the team? I'm glad you asked. You just got to go to goodart.com slash wolf, and then you use the promo code wolf, as in I got a wolf on my head, and that's what they call me, and free shipping. So it is straight up 25 bucks, and you've got donkey goggles in your hand for 25 bucks. Don't be a douche. Go to goodart.com slash wolf, use the code wolf, and join me in being awesome because it's pretty sweet. Yeah. When when you when you were working on tricks, like when when it was like uh when when you were like really in the competition era of like of your career, were you thinking like when you were on the vert working on tricks that you wanted to put them in competition yeah. or were you just yeah, thinking about Yeah, no, they were they were always they were always for contests. Keep my back pocket for contests, gotcha. yeah. Okay. It wasn't until it really wasn't until the 90s kind of video generation where it was like, oh, yeah, I could just do this once and get it on video and yeah. be done with yeah. it. But yeah. also, there were no competitions then. So yeah. it wasn't, we weren't striving for that anymore. But I also did like, I like to have them, um, especially new stuff, I like to have that as a backup for a demo or something. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. where it's like, oh, I, I do have this new thing and maybe I'll try one and see if I get close. And if I get close, I'll follow through with it. Yeah. I remember you always had new ones at the end of your ride. And I feel like I didn't realize in t- in this. Well, that was always the strategy. It was like, get a couple of good runs in. I mean, right. we all know that. Yeah. But you want to get one on the board, you know, you want to get, you want to score something. Yeah. Okay. And then build on that. And then if you build on that, then you got a third or fourth run. Right. Try everything. Right. I always didn't realize until later that you didn't get scored as 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 fairly as others because they were like, well, we saw you do that. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I'm yeah. like, but if yeah. you saw him do it, no one else 
can do it still. So why are you downplaying the seven? Because you know that he can. It seems like every contest he does the seven pretty sure, easy. But that's the but same that, thing that, yeah. with like what you know when you see what he's doing for the park and the Olympics. Right. It's it's hard to hide anything, and all mm-hmm. the judges are all there, yeah. hanging out, and so they've seen what you're capable of in the most in the most difficult way, mm-hmm. right? They've seen yeah. you're actually best of the best, and so if you don't do that, they're like, yeah, but we saw him do that. You know, yeah, blunt well, frontside kickflip. Like, we talk, why? Why wasn't that there? Yeah, it's like the innovation curse is what I like to yeah. call it. It's, it's, it's. I think for me too, when I when I bring a new trick on the scene or I'm working on in the park, my whole thing is is I'm always thinking about like the big events, right? Like for me, it's yeah. like the SLS Super Crown or X Games or like the Olympics, right? So my head's like, okay, I want to compete this trick before that moment. Yeah, like I want to see how I do this trick under pressure because. Whether I landed or not, I'll know where my mind was at at that moment, and I can yeah. recreate that in the park and work on it. And then when I really need it, I got it down. You know, so I think that now it's just a, it's very. I mean, it's very similar to to what you did as well. When you add to to, um, you'd get runs on the board and then add to like the last trick in the run, sure, and feel how it is, right? But if, it's the same thing. Is is you you want to know that you're able to land it because of your own directive, not because. It's the it's the big show. Yes, because if you have that, then you have those tricks at any given time. Yes. Have you ever yes. done the trick? No, you can do the trick, but not do it in practice because the judges might see it, and if you do it later on, and it, it's more of a surprise. Because I think you did that, right? Oh, absolutely. That's what I was saying. Is that the judges are all they're all around right. in all the practice sessions. So if Jagger's on point and he's doing his hardest stuff. They're like, oh, that's the measure that we're right. going to judge yeah. by now. There's only one time I've ever done that, which is funny. There's only one time I've ever done that because I, I mean, I've always, I've always believed that the judges kind of know who's going to win before the event. If they right? make like, their if they're, if they're watching the practices and they're watching everybody go, no, no one's going to. Most of the time, like miracles, like crazy, outrageous runs aren't, aren't going to happen, right? Yeah. They're going to like the, what you're going to see is what you're going to get in practice, especially right. at these Olympic events, because right. they hold so much importance. Um, but the one time it happened was in the world championships in Dubai this time last year. And it was flick back nails one. And I added that in my, in my park run. And, uh, I didn't do that. I didn't do that beforehand at all. And, um, it was kind of a hail Mary because but I landed, you have done it. Yeah, I have done it before, but I did not do it in practice or the times before at all. I, I just kind of pulled it out. Yeah, But I mean, that's, that's what it takes. And, and yeah, that, that's what set you apart. Yeah. I mean, to be quite but, but frank, also, though, I hate, I hate that. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't have so much weight yes. to the judges. Yeah. It shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'd never seen it and they may think that it was the first time ever done. And it's like, well, then give them five more points, and and it's a curse and a blessing, absolutely. But um, that's you know, don't you hit the player, hit the game. Way better strategy. Like my strategy was like, if you land good, go for something you've never done before and blow mines. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 How'd that work out? Yeah, I'm not. I'm a hidden character in one of Tony's video games. So that's how it worked out. <laughs> it worked. It worked. No, it didn't. No. <laughs> what do you mean? That's not a market success. You put me. You put me in the video game because I put you under pressure on the radio to put me in the video game. <laughs> you know what got me hey, we in, all in had the video game? To success. I feel like what got me in the video game is my mouth at the bar after the contest. But Tony was like, hey, man, you're kind of funny. And then it was like, hey, man, you want to be on the radio show with me? And then it was like, the radio show got big, and I was like, hey, man, you got the second game coming out. Like, 
I'm your homie. What's up? And he was like, dude, all right. Success is success, dude. Yeah. But if it had worked, Jagger, if it had worked, would have been so much cooler than you guys because they knew you could do it. But I didn't know I could do it, and neither did they. But it turns out I, I couldn't do it. But man, I got close a couple times. I remember landing, I was like, just fuck it. As soon as I landed good, I was like, this is it right now. This is the kickflip twist. You'll make it for sure this time. Have I practiced it? No. Have I got close? No. But I am amped up. <laughs> and, and my, my blood is heated. God damn it, if, this catch, if my hand gets that board, it is going down. It never went down. I mean, but the truth is like, recreating that moment of feeling that hype you can't do that when you're just practicing like you can't do that when you're just at the vert but, that, but your also that, that's the discipline and the training that you're talking about where exactly you you can unlock it yeah yeah it, i mean it just takes and a lot rare. of time that's super rare and and that yeah. is something you have in droves yeah but i mean i i've seen you like i I've, I've seen you compete and i've seen you lock in where it's just like dude He's got every trick. It, like all these Thank are you. just check bo- checking boxes. We boom, were talking boom, before boom. you got here, and he was saying like, you know, my I, I'm I'm here to win medals for my country, and I was like, that is a competitor's mind, you know, like that yeah. is a. I mean that again. Like I absolutely love skateboarding to to death. Like I, I I seriously I don't know where I'd be without it. it. It's something every day that I look forward to. I mean it's it's seriously like instinctual now. Like I've done it for mm-hmm. so many years. It's like when you skate, you almost start thinking about other things and have clarity on other problems because of how much you've skated sure. before. You know. So again, like I look forward to it every day. But you know, I am a competitor. You know, yeah. and I, I really enjoy competition, and I do enjoy like the pressure of, of like competing for your country. Like I do enjoy that, you know, from, from like where my family was, like, you know, how my family is with just watching gymnastics all those years and both my parents being Olympic level competitors in gymnastics. And that was all I heard about, you know? So when that became, when that came to fruition in skateboarding, I was like, Oh my gosh, like this feels so comfortable, you know, because I do, I do love street skating and I do love that, that, that creative outlet. I do. It's just, it's hard to, it's hard to maintain that and also try to do park and street. You know, it's hard to like yeah, maintain yeah. street footage because, man, like you go through. <laughs> there's so many different injuries that happen through street and park. There's just very different. What are know? the differences? The differences is like it is for me. It's it's like if I were to say just your ankles alone in yeah. street, you're yeah. hot pocketing I mean, your ankles. That, that was the end of my yeah. In street, street you're hot pocketing your ankles. Yeah. Wait, what's and in hot park, pocketing? Hot pocketing is when you like when you land like this. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Hot pocket. Yeah. And in in park, because you're wearing pads, you're overextending. Oh. So it's your shins. So you're like it's yeah. uh, it's upper ankle sprain and posterior tendon tears. Yeah. <laughs> you just go back and forth. Are you a sports tape guy or anything like that? Uh, no. I mean, I I, I try to not tape that you much. Need a, you need a, the the full mobility. Yes. Yeah, I need right. the mobility, and also like the more you tape, the more you add like compression, the the less your ligaments are used. So it's so you're actually weakening Oops. your ankles. Which is, it's pretty crazy, yeah. But I, I do stem cells yeah, and PRP and stuff. And Olympic competitor here. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, my ankles were always bad, but I always taped them because they were so bad. Yeah, I mean, the, the lack of mobility, right? It's, it's, it's kind of like, it, it, it comes to the point where you're, you kind of need the compression to feel stable. Yeah. Which is like, yep. you shouldn't feel that way because the, mo- the more mobility, whether it hurts a little bit or not, it's like the, the strength that your ligaments are gaining is... The is older I got, the, like the longer I was in competition, the more they were taped down. You know what I mean? Like I used to have the under tape and then I got sweaty and my, it would still move and I was like, right, I need to have no under tape and then it would rip the hair off my legs so I shaved my legs so I could tape it down more and then I watched like some of those X Games... 
medical people tape my ankle and I'd be like, right, so he does the under and then he does the over. And I would do like some jank version and because it looked jank, I'd be like, well, then I need more tape to add more strength to it. So I feel like my feet didn't yeah. even move in the end. They yeah. were just like in little shoe boxes. They do make yeah. ankle braces. Jason, yeah, but they were too bulky. Okay. Those, yeah, yeah, they are too bulky. Now yeah. I've got it there. I wear compression socks, no tape. Yeah. But I, okay. I, I don't know if that's... Yeah. Well, and bulky. also like for, for Vert especially, it's not as much flicking. It's not, it's not like it's not as much flicking as it is in, in street. And also the impact's very different. Yeah. Right, like when, like in, when you fall on vert, most of the time it's like the one, two to your knees, yeah. and so like it all, like oh my god, I get like the worst shin splints from like falling on my knees because it's just like <laughs> boom, like especially in park, it's like I'll blast airs and fly to flat and just get like the shin splints a little oh, bit, wow. but and yeah, but like when when you say you're taping your ankles, it's like when I notice like heel flip bendies, for example, like yeah. heel flip heel flip bendies, you can't get your foot I to... suck at heel flip bendies because I try to flick my heel flips, but I was talking to Tate yeah. Crew and he's like, dude, you got to flick down a little bit more on heel yeah. flip bendies because like. It doesn't work it like that. It just flops over. It doesn't even really flip. It just kind of falls over. Yeah. And then and you're watching it and catch it. Yeah. And I think for the very longest... Very few people flick it like a street flick. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, was... I try to do it like that, but it felt inconsistent. So tell me how you do a heel flip again. So, <laughs> well, heel flip indies, it's a heel flip indies. It's like when you come up, you want to like kind of flick down on, on heel flip indies. Instead I, of so out to mean, the side. Yeah, instead of out to the side. a little longer? Yes, I wait longer. So I like I, I I let my back wheels bonk out, and then I kick my front foot down on the board, yeah. and I try to just keep the board in front of me. I'm doing hill flip bindies today for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to me. No, why am I? Why would I listen to this guy? Have you seen his hill flip bindies? <laughs> Man, you give me dirty. Mine flip though. Oh. Ooh. I'm not. I'm not alley oop flop over. Guy. Heel flip That's all I'm heel saying. Flip oh my god! I'm not naming names. It's Just so saying it's, mine are not the alley oop flop over. So on today. I, pre- I, I feel like I'm making the first try. Wait, so I, 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 I'm not very consistent. I mean, I, I do I have a question it. though. What? Was there ever a trick that you thought about that that ever that that didn't come to fruition? Ollie seven. Ollie seven. Yeah. Man, that was no a real shit. quick answer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh my god. That ship has sailed, but Ollie Seven. I wanted so bad to do it. I seen a couple people kind of try it. Uh Elliot, Alex Pearlson. It's gonna be it's definitely gonna be a revert. It might be actually like a double revert. No. You know what I mean? Cab three sixty revert. Wow. But I would have taken anything. Yeah. How close wow, did you that's get? Crazy. I got to because I could do cab fives like figgy figgy fives. Yeah. So I was kind of approaching like that and trying to kick turn out of it. Yeah. But when I would start to push out to get my board on the wall, I was always right at coping and I just kept hanging up. And at one point, I caught my shins on the coping because you couldn't get the the pull out. Because because as soon as you start to spin, you've got to you've got to keep pushing your legs out to keep the board on your feet. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And I couldn't mm. snap high enough. Right. To to make that happen for a full seven twenty, right. yeah. Colin said I should have done it at the at the DC ramp because it was the back. offset. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I wasn't really feeling that though. Yeah. I mean, I would have loved to have done it, but I just that thing, the offset thing, I just couldn't get the right timing. It's landed on a bank too, right? No, no they, it, it was, was super it was mellow. Quarter. Yeah, it was yeah. transition. Oh, okay. It was like it was like thirteen to fifteen. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. I did. Yeah. I mean, I, even Colin, Colin like. Called me at one point. He's like, "Hey man, this is the place for all these sevens." Because he knew I was trying it. Yeah. Right. He's like, "I think I think it's this." And I went there and I was like, "I you know I can't, I can't adjust my whole way of skating yeah. to that." 
Yeah, because well, I mean, even for for sevens, it's like you're thinking if you're grabbing it, and I'm I don't know if you've done a, a like a have you done a grab seven to fakey before? No, no, okay, but like I you feel mean like four to fakey. Yeah, no. yes, yeah. I've I've never I've never like done Bucky. One. Yeah, I've never done one. But like, is that what you're saying? Is that what you're saying? Are, are you saying like are you saying fakey? I'm saying pop fakey. seven. Oh, dude, that's so hard. That is yeah, so that's what hard. I, that's what I found out. Oh yeah. my god, dude. Because I'm I'm don't I'm feel thinking too bad, like. Tony. Like What's I'm that? thinking, like don't the, feel too bad. He because when I, when I think, <laughs> Jason, yeah, Tony, do you ever feel like money is just flying out of your account, and uh, you have no idea where it's going? Well, I know it's all those subscriptions. Yeah, I got some subscriptions that I don't, I shouldn't have, and I, I got a lot of dating app things that I don't want anymore. Because, and you keep paying for them. Yeah, I can't stop myself from being a whore. Y- you can. How? Rocket money. Rocket money can Rocket stop Rocket money can save you the subscriptions. It can't stop you from... Being loose. Yeah. <laughs> There's a better word for it, right? But think about it. Between streaming services, fitness apps, yeah. dating oh, apps, yeah, dating delivery apps. services, parenting apps. I should probably get some of those. <laughs> and I'm guilty of this too. So we use Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. You know, I got kicked off Tinder for impersonating myself. Rocket Money can't help you with your impersonations. Right. Whoever that is, I hope you're having fun. Did someone, someone has your Yeah, because they said, I'm not me. Are you someone... paying for their account? Probably. Well, I... Rocket Money could probably help you with that, too. I should definitely do that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and helps save its members an average of 720 degrees. Oops, sorry. $720 a year with over 500 million Man, in canceled subscriptions. You are with yourself. It's insane <laughs> how much you love yourself. Holy cow, ladies and gentlemen. 720 degrees because that's the first guy I ever did on a skateboard. <laughs> Me. Oh, wait. Dollars? No, my not? bad. Stop wasting money with things you you don't that's use. My, that's my Uncle Rico uh read on this you ah you're skateboarding yeah. uncle totally Rico. yep that's me now that's what you get now you think when you're real old you're gonna be telling people totally like what time all if, day if it's ever 720 yeah, be like guys guys it's 720 yeah. interesting interesting point did you know i was the first guy to do it on a skateboard like, like yeah you know that little japanese kid all he's 720 though i feel sorry for your wife dude it's gonna be hell no nah, she I, won't listen to it that's why i gotta talk to you yeah oh <laughs> I, I, well then you're welcome <laughs> I guess. She just tunes out. Yeah. I find it riveting. <laughs> ah. All right. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash wolf. Yeah. That's rocketmoney.com slash. Yeah. You got to say wolf. Oh, wolf. Sorry. It's me, man. Why don't you Rocketmoney.com slash wolf. I <laughs> just remember that's that's one way to remember it. The top of his head. <laughs> when I think about seven, I'm thinking like forward to fakie. Yeah, well, see, the, the the funny thing about that is that would be easier to come off the wall because you can scoop it. Yes. Right? Yeah. But committing to that fakie without grabbing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Jimmy did it uh, yeah. tail grab at the X Games. Alex Perlson yes. Did. And Alex yeah. Perlson has done it. Also, yeah. tail grab. But when you see them do it, you're like, no. That, that, last, that last 180 is like do or die. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so to know to know that your feet might be shifting around because you're ollieing, mm-hmm. I, no, I'm not playing yeah. that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can tell when Jimmy does it, like he needs his hand on that tail. But yeah. also you can tell there's that moment of commitment where it's like, oh, 
here it comes. Yeah. Right. And he, the, he, he throws it away all the time. Yeah. And if you do a, the forward to fakey one, because even Jimmy, who does the best Ollie fives, there's that last bit where he opens up and he kind of slides just a fraction when he lands. If you're do, if you're going around another 180, you have to keep your tail sucked in. You can't because you, you can't start to open yeah. up. You'd mm-hmm. have to stay in a ball. But you, have you done Ollie fives? Uh, I've never done Ollie fives. No, I've never. I, yeah, I've, I done mean, them, you, I've done them. I've done, I've done them like little hips before, but like I've never done like an okay. Ollie five on like a vert. But what? Yeah. When I was thinking about when I think about a, a forward seven to fakey, I think that you can kind of do it in increments because you can do a five super big and kind of stall it out at the top. And be like, sure. okay, like it's gonna, and, and be, it's scary, yeah, it's scary at four feet, like four feet over the ramp. Yeah. But you can like, like slow that turn down. Mm-hmm. But fakey seven, it just feels like you're just like I've never done a fakey seven, and they it's like terrify me because I just I feel like you have like you just have to spin as as fast as possible. Ah, it's really all it takes is a good snap. Yeah, see, I'm but just, also I'm that's the thing you're, you're landing forward, so the, of course that's why I chose to do it. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm happy to come up fakey right. and land forward because if I don't little... want to come down fakey after a seven. That's just that's a one way trip to the flat for right. me for yeah. sure. It's but you, but you did a bunch of mega stuff. I mean, I did. yeah. D- so I, I am curious about that because I feel like that movement's kind of I don't know. It's just not. It's just not what it was. Yeah, there aren't a lot of mega. Bob's still flying the flag for sure. But someone like you who was on the cutting edge of that and then you just kind of shifted your your focus. Yeah, yeah. Well, Was I, that I, because of the Olympics? No, it wasn't because of the Olympics. I think it was just because the, the progression was, was really slow in Mega, which makes sense. Like it's so dangerous, yeah. right? Like every time you pad out for Mega, it's like you're, you're risking it a lot, you know? So yeah. when I – after – because I competed Mega from like 11 to 15 – and uh, at 15, I realized I'm like, you know, <laughs> living on the mega. Dude, I have yeah. the funniest like visuals of, of you coming up with your with your mouth guard. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and right. also at the point, it's like, okay, if I want to win a mega, it's like I gotta like learn yeah. a nine, yeah, or I gotta like tray flip the gap, or like do right. something where yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. I have to like stand out because at the time, Bob and Elliot and Jake, yeah. Jake did all these seven. Remember that? In yeah, Brazil? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh Across my, the gap. yeah, yes, like he did all these seven. Yeah. So I was thinking, like, okay, I can't really win in this. I enjoy it, but I kind of want to find something mm-hmm. where I can like find my own niche. And at the time, I, I, I've skated street like my whole life. Like mm-hmm. that was where I kind of got started. And I, I was still skating street, and at 15, or at 13, I, I was competing Tampa. I won, or I got third in Tampa Am. And I was like, okay, like, I feel I feel really good, like, competing in street. And that was kind of when, that was when X Games at the Am stuff. And so I had an in there, too. And I was like, okay, like, Mega, Mega's kind of got to get put yeah. on hold. But I do I, really want to go these, back and skate I have it. these vivid memories of, oh, we're doing commentary, and the session is so gnarly. It's Bob, and it's Danny, and, and um, Jake. And everyone's just, you know, like coming up the elevator, and yeah. and uh, here comes Jagger, just like pad straps, you know, flying around, mouth guard, and everyone's just like up on the deck. And Jagger's like, "Is it my turn? Can I go? Is it cool?" <laughs> not scared, like not scared, but also like weaving around people who are pondering their right. fate. Yeah, just like, can, can I jump in now? Okay, is it cool? And I was just like, "This is the craziest yeah. paradox." I remember right being here. in those contests, and like every now and then, one of like you he would... wants to jump sixty feet right now. Yeah. You can't stop him. Yeah, everybody else was like, Everyone this could like, be my final ride. <sighs> yeah. I, yeah. The eye contact is like, the like I'm there going, man, my whole life. You know, and, I, and I look up and someone's like, you know, like the, my whole life too, dude. And I'm like, yeah, and, he, and he like, and he's he's like hey, let's go. around you. <clears throat> 
to have his turn. Yeah, the, I'm glad you weren't there for, for my era. <laughs> I'd be like, what the? How is he? Hey, we're having a good time. I'm like, no, man, I'm probably going to die he's today. take his mouth guard out to talk. Wait, was it yeah, a double? It was, was it top and bottom? Just top. Okay. Yeah, just top, yeah. Wait, but, did you get your mouth guard from MMA? Um, no, I, I never used a mouth guard for MMA. Um, what? Yeah, I never I never used one for MMA. At, at, least in, at least not until I was... Okay, I used one when I was 15, 16, okay. because that was when, but when I was a kid and I had zero upper body strength and like I was hitting, it's like, and people weren't allowed to punch you in the face when you were a little kid, right? Not too hard, no, not okay, too hard. Good. I, I mean, I, we still got punched not in the face, but, but, not, like, but not, not, not that hard. Yeah. 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 But, um, I mean, Mega was just so fun, right? Like, I was this kid, I was, <laughs> sure. I, I was, man, I was this kid and I was like, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm competing Mega with like my heroes. Like I watched Danny Way's DC video part was yeah. like, I based my whole skateboarding off of like the technical. But that's what I mean. In, in that, in that era. Yeah. It seemed super fun because no one had paid the price yet. Yes. Yeah. Right. And then Jake fell and that kind of shifted the tone. Yeah. I think. Yeah. But also everyone else, and you know, people just started getting, people started getting yeah. rocked. Kind of all at once. Well, right? I mean, you I all, bounced off yeah. the coping. Yeah. That was the first too. time I ever had two slams in one slam. Like, because I yeah. hit the coping and I was like, well, I fell like 16 foot on an Indy 5. As soon as I grabbed my board and I was upside down, I knew I was over the deck. So I kicked my board out and started trying to wiggle around and it stopped my spin. So I landed on my hip on the coping and it was like, wham! And I was like, oh my. <laughs> Like, I'm really hurt, and then all of a sudden I'm falling to the flat, and my feet start going over my head, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> another one? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> and then I talk to, like, go over and land on my back on the yeah. flat, like, well, go again, and I'm like, okay, yeah. now I'm, like, double dead. How does yeah. that work? Or, like, Danny catching his, catching his feet. Dude. And yeah. then flipping forward and then getting up and yeah. Elliot hit the deck yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, you guys, like I weighed ninety pounds drenched in water. Like I was going I was going sure, but I was going six feet out of that bowl. I was going six feet out of that quarter pipe, fully pumping. Like I was I okay. was going I was going really take, slow. Yeah, but yeah. you can still it, it, it was and, still but Because you're but, that weight, if you had have hit the deck on a six foot air, you would have I don't want to know what would yeah. happen well, to I, a, I clipped my shins at the one at I clipped my shins at the one at Woodward. I clipped my shins hard and flew to flat. I feel like that okay. one wasn't yeah, vert. I was, or no, uh, um, uh, at the Woodward, uh, at the Woodward Mega. Like, yeah, it, I'm saying that I feel like that Woodward Mega one what just wasn't vert. I saw so many people, a lot of us hang clipped. up. And, oh and, wow, and, yeah, yeah, that is not cool. It was, yeah. I never got close. The only time I got close to coping is when I completely landed on it. Oh no! <laughs> One other time at summer, I did the pencil in a couple times where the what? I, oh, you I, just scoots. Yeah, like in. I, I took off and I was like, "Oh, I'm over the deck," and then I just I just went straight like this to try to avoid. I didn't hit. Yeah. I looped out at the summer X Games, but because I wobbled before I looped out, I backflipped over the deck and landed on my feet, kind of on the because they had the big mats. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the mats. The mats were so useless. But, like, I did, that little, I did a little dip before I went up the transition, like, whoa, and then went, whoa, and I was like, oh, no, and then backflipped, and I was like, I'm dead, for sure dead. <laughs> and it, I, not only did I land on my feet, but I landed on been, giant foam padding. I was going to say, you're the only mm. one those pads saved, because the pads didn't go to the coping. Yeah, they were, like, two feet no, away from the coping. you were <laughs> always hitting the coping. Yeah. <laughs> well, and also, yeah. like, why would they be six inches from the coping? Like, that's even more dangerous. Because then it's like you're thinking about, oh, my God. Like, these maps are really close. Am I going to yeah, hit the am mat? I gonna hang am up, I going to hang, I gonna hang gonna... up two feet back from the deck? <laughs> they needed somebody there who's 
also a Mega Ram skateboarder yes. who's in charge of the mats. To be, and 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 we all know that if we're going over the deck, there's like a safe, like over the deck. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then you're good. That's my safe word. Panic, 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 panic. Bad, real bad. And then, and then somebody pushes bad? that. Okay, okay, I got you. Just like somebody's there all day, six hours a day, waiting for the word bad or real bad. Real bad, got it. Like, dude, what about your stupid loop? Where you're gonna like when the loop's bad? Like when the loop's bad. Put no the mat time. in the loop. There's no time. And I'm like, how do you know? Yeah. You know, like it's not. Well, the funny thing work. too is that, like, the funny thing is that you have about like 15 feet. Like, if there were four people up there at the oh, mat, dude, you could say it. I could have said it in that 85. <laughs> I could have said real bad, totally bad, so bad you don't even know. I could have said a whole sentence, dude. You could have said everybody's name on top of the quarter pipe and been like, please put the mat, and yeah. they would have put the mat in. The only reason none of us said that is because none of us, we knew that nobody was going to save us. Uh, but Danny me, could I have think, said it. I think my takeoff was a little bad, and I'm looking like I'm going to be over the you deck You could here. fully say that. If someone could put a mat down, that would be really helpful. I could have typed in much. my mom's phone yeah. number and said, Mom, help me. I called my mom. Yeah, called my Call mom, my mom, dude. I'm going to slam. Mom, I love you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's a comedy bit. Dude, Farmer's Dog. Bro, We're Farmer's Dog. Still sponsored by Farmer's Dog. So cool. Farmer's fun of me? Dog. You sound yeah. funny, man. Oh. Yeah. My, one of my dogs named Burger because my kids, when they were younger, the last Australian accent they had on any word was burger. Instead of saying burger, they said burger. But what if you say burger to your dog? It works because I, my kids call burger burger. So if I go burger, she still knows, but she prefers burger. Do you give farmer's dog to burger? Yes, burger really appreciates farmer's dog because... Probably prefers it. Oh, definitely prefers it. Yes. Yeah. That's what we're getting at. It's very good. It's very fresh. And if you love your dogs, do you love your dogs? Or are you like some sort of evil dog owner? <laughs> yeah. You, you know, dogs should not be surviving. They should be thriving. Yeah. And it makes them live longer. Scientifically yes. proven. These are facts. A fresh diet has been found to have all sorts of benefits from healthier coat and skin to better breath, even easier digestion and smaller, better poops. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's Man, right. You just said poops. A healthy diet. Uh, should I have said something else? Nah. Feces. You say, but they're gonna smaller, better <laughs> fecal. Yeah, you uh, stick to poops. Discardings. Dude. I don't know. A healthy diet isn't just important for humans. It's for your loved ones. Yes. Your dogs. Keep them healthy. Keep yeah. them alive. Let them live longer. And do you want to get <sighs> it for half off? Well, well, welcome to Hawk versus Wolf, baby. That's right. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash hawkwolf. Free shipping. Plus free shipping. Which means half off. That's 50%. Wake up. Just go to farmersdog.com slash hawkwolf and get 50% off. Yep. Total. That's farmersdog.com slash Hawkwolf. I was I was always worried too about like like if you're going over if you're going over eight feet if you were to just like pop out in the quarter pipe right and just like land on the deck no, I was always worried about going leg. through the deck because oh, yeah. it's oh, just yeah. a, it's just a piece of plywood up there I never thought of that like I was always worried about just <laughs> going up yeah. like talking about your all time backfires you imagine going like okay I'm good boom and just going straight through the plywood oh man yeah, those... yeah that ramp was dangerous. <laughs> That's the summary. It was dangerous. Yeah. We wrote it. It in was Me fun, man. We did I one in Mexico it. City, 
and the altitude's different. And we didn't really know, and there was always... Everybody would pick a different person to go down the gap first. And I was always never that guy. Like, I'd be like, you, you've got it, Bob. Like, yeah. so they were better than me. And I was like, you be the first one to jump it. I don't want to be the first one to jump mm-hmm. it. And one time, who's going first? I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's been... I'll go, I'll go. In Mexico City, I don't know about altitude. And I I, I don't like straight air in it. I only 360 it because it's just, like, easier for me. And as soon as I took off, I spin, and then I look over my shoulder, and I'm like, oh! Because el- the altitude makes you go way faster, yeah. like a whole different thing. And, w- and they had this, the same uh, roll-in, like it's all the same. It's the same as what it was in L.A. But I was going 15 foot further than I usually do, and I'm doing this with my hands. <laughs> Rolling up the windows. Trying to make my body go down, but I-, I landed in the last bit of the transition before the flat. Like I- at one point, I was like, Oh, it is over. Like, for yeah, sure over. Going all the way to flat. I land the pocket, and I remember, like, I think it was Pierre and Luke that was going to go next, and I was like, don't go! Wait! I've got to tell you something! Everybody <laughs> needs to hear this! Because I don't think they saw how far down yeah, I landed. Yeah, you don't, see, you don't see landing from the yeah, take. They're like, the oh, he bailed. I'm like, you don't know why I bailed. But, yeah, they, oh and then they, put, then they put a... They nailed a piece of wood under the rolling so that we could all tail drop. Because the rolling was, yeah, yeah, was yeah. too far. Like, you would yeah. all die. That happened to Rune on uh, Huxham. He jumped it and didn't get a good landing. And then once once his board hit, it pitched him to the to the flat. Oh, so he only got a little bit of a landing and then all the way to the ground. He was out. He was out for, he was out for like a week of shows. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Man, the worst one was Danny in China. The first time he jumped the gap, he came up short. And the gap there, it's not like any other mega ramp ever built. It was a twice as steep landing over the gap and no rolling. It was a sharp point. So So it's a a deck and then... A deck and then then your downhill section. And, you know, he's Danny, you know, and they built it. It's in China. I don't know if there's altitude there. Like, none of us were definitely talking about altitude whatsoever. (laughs) And he rolls in and threes it, obviously, because he's Danny. And I remember thinking, you're fine over the gap, but when you land, this thing is like that opposed to like that. And Mm -hmm. I was like, when you hit that quarter pipe, you're going to hit it like no one's ever hit it before. And sure, you're (laughs) the guy that's done the 24 backs of air. I respect that. But this is not going to be 20, dude. This is going to be 30. And I was scared for him. And he's in the air, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I see that little wiggle, and I'm like, oh, dude, he's going to be short. And it was like... You didn't. He had like almost had the option that you know where you could shoot your feet in front of you and try to get your butt to miss the the, the top, mm-hmm. but it was just a little too short. And he put his feet on the deck, and it blew one of his ankles out, like destroyed it. I think it broke it, but he got like injections yeah. in it and still skated. The ne- he skated the next day, made it over the gap, and then hit that quarter pipe. I don't know how high he was, but as soon as he took off, boy goes. Throws the board because it just ejected him so Wasn't high. There, there was no deck on the quarter pipe, right? No, no, no. There was no deck for that photo I took. There was a deck. Oh, okay. They were taking it down when I started doing tricks. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I didn't want to be... Yeah, he rode that quarter pipe with no deck. I didn't... I, I rode the quarter pipe with no deck, not over the gap. Just... I just... just I did it... I, it was Jake Phelps bet me a hundred bucks that I couldn't do a pivot to fakie on it. And I was like, of course I can do it. So I did it. But... Pivot to fakie, you don't, you don't, I don't do pivot to faking in limbo. Yeah, but it's hard to, it's hard to, I've skated those quarter pipes as, 
as quarter pipes just doing lip tricks, yeah. it's really hard to gauge exactly how much speed you need to hit the top. I'd had some yeah, rides. It is. You had some rides. I'd had okay. some rides. So right. I did I'm trying, a I'm trying, on trying to pump you up here. You're making yeah, yeah. I'm not you just take keep it. downplaying. I'm not like, that good, dude. You guys are awesome. It's okay. <laughs> right, fine. I'm funny. It's okay. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that, that, was, that was gnarly. That, that was so gnarly. I remember looking at that and being like, what the? Like, like why? Like so It was his mindset. Like how bad his ankle was the night before from rolling it, and then going and then going. Oh, I'm doing it tomorrow, and I'm and I was in the hotel room, and I'm looking at his ankle, and I'm like, you know, I'm I'm there with DC, I'm there with Danny to be encouraging, you know, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, you've 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 got it, and I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to my room, and I, you know, I went back to my room. Like he is not gonna do it; he is dead. Like there's no way he's walking tomorrow. And then when he yeah. showed up, and like got out of the van and walked over, he's limping. He's got a giant ankle brace on, but it looked broken. It didn't look sprained. It looked yeah. broken. Like it was just a big bag of swollen purple. And I'm like, that's not a, a slight sprain. That's a that's an annihilated ankle. And then he jumps the gap and then does an air that's like probably 25 feet and comes out to the like the lower part of the transition. So he's got to put that foot down. And it was like, whoa-boom! And, and immediately he's holding the ankle, like, fair enough. And, yeah. and, 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 and then we're all over there, medical, everyone. He's holding it, you know, cringing. His face is a little bit gray. And then, I don't know, it seemed like maybe four minutes or something. And he's like, I'm up. I'm going up, and I was like, I, like I think I might have even looked at his wife or something. Like somebody who he really cares about. Can they? You, can you tell him to stop? Because he'd already made he made it. Over he made the, it over the gap, over but the... he wanted to do the quarter pipe. And I get it. Like they built this giant monstrosity, and if he had a made an air on the quarter pipe, it would have broken his record by a ton. And I don't think. Mm. I still to this day, I don't think even the one they built in Hawaii. I don't think it the way that was lined up. I don't think he was going to go as high as if he had done the one in China. Mm -hmm. But the one in China was just like, it seemed like the design was a bad idea. Sorry, (laughs) Danny, but it just seemed like this roll-in for that. It was so much longer as well. And I was like, you're you're definitely breaking the speeds of anybody on vert. Like maybe he didn't break the world record of the quarter pipe backs of there, but this speed, whatever he was doing there before he hit the quarter pipe was for sure the fastest any of us have gone and it was just like watching him land with that ankle brace on and and getting ready to do that back and i'd be like this is not we shouldn't be here like somebody needs to stop him we're, we're all accomplices yeah yeah the crowd <laughs> the japanese police like shame you know what i mean like you should have stopped us yeah. <laughs> that you know they stopped me i was trying to do because i was getting all happy doing stuff on the no deck thing and now uh, i was doing the uh one more one more, you know what I mean? And the guy, the guy, like pulled his gun out, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, no, no, oh, that's next level." I don't need it. They, they, they all had like machine guns and stuff, so they were pretty legit. But it was like, I was like, "Hey, you know, like one more, one more," and nobody smiled at all. They're like, "No," and I, and I politely walked all the way down the bank thing, like, "Yep, not total, yep, <laughs> bye." Yeah. It was. I was just joking. I was just joking. Yeah. No, you wouldn't even say that. I didn't say nothing about a joke. I was just like, I res- yes, I respect that. No, no, and- I'm a moving target. See if you can hit me. <laughs> Ready? Pull. There was one invert where my hand was a little over the top of it, and my heart skipped just for a second. Like when I did the hand plant, my hand was like too far up, 
and usually your thumb is on the deck, but there's no deck. So like when I grabbed the coping, my thumb was like a little bit further over than I would have liked. I didn't yeah, stall it, but it was cool. just like, ah! and then, because if you go down the other side, it was just scaffolding. Oh. So like maybe like some, some, Oh. Some metal poles would have like. I would way. Oh yeah. I would way rather fall twenty seven feet without scaffolding than fall twenty seven feet through scaffolding. That would suck. I think either way, it's, boom, 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 and then you hit the ground. Like, either oh, way, it's a wrap. You might catch something. Oh yeah. Oh, grab up. <laughs> Not with my twigs. There's no way I'm catching catch anything it with my falling face. down, dude. There's no catch way. Catch it with my hands. Yeah. Um, oh. Have you had any? Uh, any, I mean, you've had injuries, but what has been the most challenging injury for you? Oh, let's see. The most, the most challenging injuries have been the ankles, just like upper ankle sprains, uh, posterior tendon tear. Um, those have definitely been the most challenging, and they've been the most challenging because, like, I, I don't have any time to rest them. Like, they, what about just, n- nothing broken? Nothing broken. No, I mean, I've had a little like fractures, but like nothing like broken. Broken. I broke both. I mean, are you talking like in the ankles? Oh, anywhere. Anywhere. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm I broke both my elbows, both my car bones, Good. both sides of my skull. So uh-huh. your your car bones, they, they both have hardware. Both sides. Uh, no, just my right side. Okay. Yeah, dude, I broke both of my car bones back to back within four weeks snowboarding. Nice. I did that uh. dirt bike, both elbows. Three months later, both elbows, same jump. <laughs> Yeah, Riley, I thought, dude, I thought mine was bad, but that, that's bad. Yeah. Both elbows? Yeah. Do you have arthritis in both your elbows now? Or do no, you do PTs no. and stuff? I mean, sometimes they're a bit sore. Like, if I over, if I, uh, overextend on a punch, I'll be like, ah! Oh, it's so bad. And right then here? I guess, yeah, and then I guess yeah. I do have, like, a thing where it locks and then it clicks. Yep. Is that arthritis? Yes. Well, then, yeah, yeah I've got arthritis. Yeah, mine's, I broke, I broke <laughs> this elbow. I'm glad I diagnosed you. <laughs> Yep, I got you. I broke you. this elbow, and, and mine has to click into place. Yeah, you're straight. Yeah, you yeah. got I mean, it, too. Ever since I did it. And Woo! So, arthritis party at my house tonight. Let's go. <laughs> Stem cells and PRP. Yeah. Have yeah. you done that yet? It's yes, I've done, I've, done both, I've done both of them on both ankles. Yeah. PRP? Yeah. yeah, PRP and stem cells. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go out of the country for stem cells? No, no. I stay in country. Yeah, they well they just I mean like there's just Olympic connections. Well, oh, is that what it is? I mean, there's just like there's just levels. No, nothing's illegal about them. They're just there's like levels. Like if you go to for if you go to foreign countries, you can do like IV stem cells, which are illegal. But like that's that's great for you. Yeah, it is. That's like that's great. I gotta get back. Like like, stem cells. No, I'm I'm doing that with Riley. Actually, in a couple weeks. That's awesome. Yeah, you'll feel yeah. great. I mean, I, I honestly, I, I've never known anything to heal as fast as, yep. as PRP and stem cells do. And also, I've done, like, cortisone. I've done all the other steroids. Mm-hmm. And, like, they just weaken the tissue. They make it yep. worse. They they make it great for a period of time, and then it's just Yeah, I've only done cortisone once um, only because I had to do an event. Contest. Some. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I did the PRP on my knee. And, uh, it worked, but it was the most painful procedure that I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, it made me faint. Like, it made me it made me actually start to faint. So yeah. I, I thought I was going to do it and walk out and drive home. And like, yeah, you might want to hang out for a bit. And I was like, yeah. And then I got up and was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going it, it, to. It's pretty bad. I actually, I actually did it one time on my hip flexor, on my left hip flexor, yeah. which was, that was brutal. Yeah, because that, it. like, that, when I do it on my ankle, it's not as invasive. Right? But like with, if, with your ankles now... Um, do you have limitation because of all the sprains and all the trauma? No, 
No, no. I have no limitations. I, I mean, I also so it didn't do, change your flick or anything like that. No, not at all. No. I, I think the only thing that the only thing that's been a problem is like the recovery time because, like the last time, the last time I hurt my right ankle, it was an upper ankle sprain, and then because of that, I hurt my left ankle, which gave myself a, yeah. a posterior tendon tear. So I hurt I hurt both ankles while trying to skate on the one hurt ankle. Yeah, I did. Right. Yes, I did that on and that took tour, yeah, thing. that took like five months to heal because I was still training and skating, but also getting operated on. And then I did like three weeks in a boot, or three weeks in two boots, which is pretty funny. Three weeks in two boots, and then got out and then started skating. So really, it's been hard to like recover. But now, like I'm back to I'm back to 100, percent which is I didn't think I was going to be at all this year, but I'm stoked. That's fascinating because yeah, yeah it, Riley has had. He broke an ankle. He he wrecked one so bad. Like he, he would have probably benefited him, but he had broken it. Yeah. And now he has he, he has limitations on his like what tricks he could do or flick and on the which speed on which ankle mostly his front one. His right. front but, one. But yeah, and he it, he is uh, he's goofy or regular. He's goofy. He's goofy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it just takes time. I, I honestly, I think that. I do think you, that do the, you feel like you have benefited from the resources of all the Olympic uh, medical expertise? Yes, of course. Like I've, I've I've been blessed to have some of the greatest like medical doctors work on me, and also talk to tons of orthopedic surgeons and all sorts of stuff to like help me find the best route. But truly, I, I think that. But you, I mean, if, it sounds like you were already making those connections before. Uh, I, I was making I was making connections before because because of my family's history in gymnastics. Yeah, like yeah. so I, I've known a lot of really good PTs and I've also done I've also I also did yoga and all sorts of stuff when I was a kid yeah. just to like stay mm-hmm. just to stay fit. That for sure makes you get less injuries. Yes, the more flexible you are, the less you get injured when you smash yourself on the ground for sure. Yes. Yeah. What was it? Uh, who's the amazing street? Uh, Tom Penny. Yeah, he was. Somebody that when I started hanging out with him was drinking a lot, smoking a lot. And I was like, how do you get away with stuff? And he's like, I've been doing yoga since I was a little kid with my mom. And I was like, I did. I, I should have done that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been, I've been training since I was eight or nine. I also, I mean, I also don't still drink. do it. I'm on a strict diet. I, I do like, do what? Yoga. Uh, yes. Yeah. So you do all those things regularly. Yes. Strict yeah. diet. You say strict diet. Yeah. Always have been. Uh, kid or? I mean, when I when I was like when I was thir- thirteen to eighteen, I didn't really care, right? Because that's just when you're just skating all day, you're just enjoying it. Um, but after after eighteen, I was like, okay, my body's starting to like like I'm starting to really hurt myself, and it's like the recover- the recovery time's getting tough. Mm. And when I noticed the type of the type of <laughs> let clarity, me tell you something, yeah, the type of the type of clarity that eating healthy does, and not drinking, and being on a strict sleeping schedule, supplementing for your deficiencies, like doing things like that, really have helped me gain clarity mm. on like just being healthy overall. That's like that's really helpful. Figured time. that out fifty two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> After a contest, like eating right, like why would I eat right if I'm gonna drink? All the alcohol that I can get. <laughs> like, do you think a cheeseburger is going to make it any worse? But I, I, MMA taught me diet. Yes. Because I was yeah. like, all these guys were like, you don't know what a green drink is? I was like, sounds disgusting. No. And then yeah. watching all those people and what they look like when they take their shirts off. And I'm like, hey, abs, what's that like? <laughs> and it's like, what do you eat, dude? I'm like, whatever I'm given. <laughs> like, well, and also like physique is all nutrition. Right, it's all nutrition. Like, yeah, like, like going like, to the gym. If you get hurt, if you eat clean, 
like in like really militant style and don't eat after a certain time, you don't need to go to the gym at all to get abs. Yeah, you it's don't. Like if you tr- if you get Jack go to the gym five days a week and eat well, there's like a bigger, bulky jacked, but still the the lean, the shredded thing. Mm-hmm. That's the only diet, right? Yeah. Well, I, I used to do 200 push-ups and 200 sit-ups every day for like – I did it for like probably four or five months straight. You don't anymore? I don't do that anymore. No. Why not? And, oh, I don't do that anymore because I eat I eat to 80% of my fullness three times a day and get in, I do an ocean plunge in the morning at 6.45 for 10 minutes. Yeah. And then I do an ocean plunge at night. And you I've, do an ocean plunge at night? At night, yeah. Every night? Every night, yeah. You go to the beach, freezing cold, and then go in the water? Yes. When you say plunge in the ocean, do you do three minutes or is it just you dip in? I do ten. Ten minutes? Yeah, I do ten minutes in the morning and ten minutes in the evening. That's why you're good, dude. Yeah. But so, what about in the summer? In the summer, I do the same thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not cold. It's not cold. It's not cold, but to me, like, I think that I think that the ocean is, it's just, I don't it's know. Power this, in yeah, there. this is going to be, like, spiritual. No, but I believe there's it. There's something really powering about grounding in the ocean in the morning. I got it from this and MMA UFC fighter, Diego Sanchez, and my first pro fight, I was like, he goes, I get power from the ocean. I go in every morning, and I was like, right, that's what I'm doing. And I lived in Santa Monica, and was, Santa Monica doesn't usually rain, but it was raining, and I also didn't know about if it rains, that oh, there's, like, port, there, there's, like, a bunch of stuff in the ocean, and... Uh, I went in, I remember running in the rain and like going past a, a, a cafeteria and there were people smoking and I was like, they have no idea the levels. You know what I mean? Like I thought I was, <laughs> I was like, I'm a superhuman. You're a bitch to me. Like I was so, so ferocious in my mind. And then I went in, in there and it was like, nobody at Santa Monica near the pier. Not one person was in the water. And I was like, why is nobody... I mean, I get it's raining, but still, like, there's some waves and stuff. And I'm in there swimming around, and I come back, and my fight was the next day. And then I felt kind of sick, and I thought maybe it was nerves. And then after the fight, I got sick. So, like, if I had a... It, like, got me sick. Yeah, I mean, I... I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, actually, I, I heard that from, actually, Keegan... Keegan Palmer, he was in he was in Rio and he was surfing before the the the, uh, the stew event out there, and he got really sick like surfing in the rain in Brazil and stuff. And I I never get into the rain because of that, but like for example, like this morning it was like white capping, it was terrible. Yeah. And so I, I I still got in, but I'm just like it's I sucked. But then I got back <laughs> in my car and I'm like okay, it's not that bad. Yeah, it was it was like. But do you yeah. have a cold plunge? Uh, yes, yeah, I, I do, do cold too. plunge stuff. Yeah, I I honestly. I, I did the cold plunge in Arizona. Like I have a, I have a like a a freezer that we fill with water that's yeah. really cold that gets to like it gets to about forty five, forty seven degrees. That's freezing, yep. which is really cold. And I yep. do that for about three to five minutes. Yeah, but you can uh, do five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I honestly, I don't really He's think tougher than me. I, I think you it's got a higher him. It's yeah. five. Why well, also I in his free time too. Breath work changed the game for me. To stay in there longer. Yeah, because I do. So I get in the water for ten minutes and yeah. then I get out and I do breath work at the beach and then I get back in. See, so like the breath work for me, the breath work for me created like I got my own it, breath work. What I say is I say I cuss a lot and I scream and yell about how stupid I am for being in here. And you, it doesn't work. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm really bummed. I got to get out. But you're saying, is it Wim Hof? It's kind. It's it's kind of. It's more just diaphragmatic breathing. Like who? You know, Dude, you know, like breathing through your stomach. Yeah. Like, it's more just that. I do, like, 30 breaths, and then I get back in, and I'm like, okay, like, I'm, I'm good. So 30 breaths, and it's easier to get back in the cold. Yes. 
Can you teach me that after the show? One hundred ten percent. Thank you. I got you. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not that bad. But I mean, I I think that, that good just either. as a kid, it's always been such like a regiment, like just to like get up and do something like that, I like am. get in the cold water. And uh, and now yeah now it's uh, you know it's kind of just become a part of the schedule. Wow, my phone's over here. I have like my whole routine on like my wallpaper. I could have been great. <laughs> God damn it, man. Hey, I, I was gonna ask you, uh, did Cock Diesel ever get a contract? What <laughs> did Cock Diesel ever get a contract? Wait, do you listen to the show? I I it's, I, I I've heard I, I've I've heard it on the show, but I also saw the video of oh. him doing handstands. I gotta ask, man, what happened to him? Uh, no, he didn't get a contract. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, I've almost forgot that that existed. Like, I'm like, wait, why do I know that name? <laughs> Man, that, that video of him doing handstands is so funny. And it's also so hard to handstand on a skateboard. Oh, yeah. Like, oh! Okay, now I'm back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the black guy in the yes, tour. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, we went on a bonus brigade mini ramp tour. <laughs> this is like... You know me on mini ramps, like I'm like, man, okay, if, if, like a demo. Like I like skating mini ramps, but I don't want to do a demo. I don't have any tricks. And Mike Vallely and all those people that could do stuff on there. And we show up to some town. I forgot what the town was. And this guy, he's got like real long cargo shorts on, a weird striped tank top. And he's like, yo, you guys might need to get me in the demo. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, man, I'm Cock Diesel. And I was like, that is a sick name. <laughs> Like, maybe we should get you in the demo. Like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I ain't trying to skate that ramp, but I got some stuff. Handstands. I'll be doing handstands. And I'm like, <laughs> what sick. are you talking about? But then he's handstand the crap out of that board. Like, he could go, he'd just go for miles, and then he was trying to, he would, like, flip it and land on it. And he just didn't look like he skated. He had, yeah, like, yeah. He had like, new balances on or something. Like, that. he just didn't have any skate vibes. And his name was not a very skate-oriented oriented name. But he, his confidence, like he just moved into all of us. Yo, Cock Diesel, in the demo. And I'm like, oh, uh, maybe. And then he made it in the video and you saw it. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, it was so funny. He like he was hands down on like four boards. Oh, that's, that's what it was. He yeah. stacked yeah. boards. He was like yeah, stacked yeah, yeah. boards, yeah. yeah. He had a crowd. Like he, he kind of oh, stole the sure. show. Yeah. There was a guy... Uh, a while back Man. on Letterman, when, when Letterman was still on the air, yeah. um, and he claimed to be like the handstand, you know, master skateboarding, and he oh. was supposed to handstand the entire block of the Letterman building. Yeah, and he couldn't make it. Wait, he kept falling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. It was Uh-oh. I mean, he probably was just nerves, but it was. It was. I remember watching. God, oh, this is cool. Oh, oh, that poor dude. Oh, dude, you're letting this all down. Yeah, it didn't yeah. work out. Um. <laughs> we used to there was uh i remember on those those bones brigade tours when we just had jump ramps we would have to travel with the jump ramps in the van so we had like a box and a jump ramp that went kind of on the box like the box was the was the base for the jump ramp mm-hmm. but it was also a box you could grind on one side and uh we would just have to travel with all that stuff and we would show up to, to you know whatever some skate shop parking lot and then we this this one in particular we were just getting heckled from the get-go. Like, as soon as we got out, they are like, come on, bring 8th Street. Oh. Like, what's up? And we're just like, yeah, cool. Nice to see you. Hello. Wait, we're the Bones Brigade. Like, me and Tommy and uh, Kevin Harris. And this one dude, the whole time, was just like, let me let me go. Let me ride. And we're like, you know what? Go. Yeah, yeah. Just go. Because I don't want to do this. Like, yeah. no one's <laughs> hyped on it. You guys hate us. Yeah. And then he just... 
destroyed himself like Excellent. four times in a row. Made you guys that made so the whole good. demo. Yeah. Right there, everybody. Loved I mean, it was slam. for us. It was it was validating, very satisfying. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it, it's good. To see, see what happens. Yeah, no, it's not as easy as it looks, uh, yeah. is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that is a good person to have there when that when that's happening. Uh, so, what's next, Jagger? What's next? Uh, Paris is this year. Yeah, Paris is this year in August. Um, Are you going to be in Park and Street? Uh, hopefully, that's the plan. So you're trying to qualify for both? Yes. Yeah, right now I'm number one in the world in park and uh, second overall American in street. And they take top chances from each good. country. Yeah, that looks good for, for you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, dude, I don't, I don't, I just don't underestimate these dudes, man. It is like it's tough, and these guys are so good. And the way that it's formatted is there's one more phase one event. So phase one is five contests in each, roughly, mm-hmm. and it's like a, an accumulation of points each time. Yeah. But phase two is two contests, and they they those two contests hold just one of those two contests holds the weight of all five phase one contests. Oh damn. So like I, I've tried to follow so it. I each, can't. So each, don't like, don't so try. Two, don't don't try. try to okay. So each yeah, phase I, one contest yeah, I, is I, worth. I, I follow it, and I'm still like, ah, oh, yeah. I don't okay, know. then yeah. Don't yeah. I guess you got a couple more chances. I, I think that's, that's what, what I take away from it. <laughs> each yeah, each <laughs> each phase one contest is worth fifty to eighty thousand points. Okay. And one phase two contest is worth two hundred fifty thousand oh, points. Damn. I'm not going to ask any questions. Right, well, you know so what? It's just, hey, it's just a lot luck, more Good luck pressure. in phase two. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's all, that's all I need to hear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Have fun with all your phases, bro. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I'll be there. I'll be in Paris. Oh, sweet. And uh, looking forward to, to seeing there. And congrats on everything, Jag. You're killing it. Yeah, oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Stoke killing it. Like, yeah, I appreciate you guys. Unreal thank you so skating. Much for all that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's such an honor to be here with you guys. I know so much about... You guys are skating. I'm you such know, fans. Cock diesel, and... say no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan here. He's in the weeds. Hey, we're a fan too. So yeah. thanks for c- coming through and good luck. Of course. Thank yeah. you. Like Watch this dude. <laughs> Maestro. <laughs> <laughs>